time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Welcome to Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. We believe that retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. Well, I'm your host, Jared Sebesta. I'm the co-founder of Retire Repurposed alongside Ben Tages. Thank you so much for joining us today. Maybe you found us on the radio. Maybe you found us online. Regardless, head over to iTunes, find our podcast, subscribe. Better yet, leave us a quick positive rating and review. If you just take a moment and do that, we would appreciate that so much. Now, this podcast is all about retirement, but it's not about money. It's about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. Few people can just flip the switch from working a career, building a nest egg, 30, 40, maybe 50 plus years, shutting it off on Retirement Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. If you want more for your life and your retirement, then you have come to the right place. Well, on this episode, we continue our series on retirement happiness. Society tells us that retirement is the time when we can truly live and be happy. But does retirement make good on that promise? And furthermore, what makes us happy in the first place? Today, we talk about the spousal connection. Retirement is a big life change, especially for your marriage. Many retirees never consider how necessary it is to reevaluate the roles and responsibilities in the home post-retirement. In this podcast, Ben will tell you how to communicate these new roles so your spouse doesn't say, the worst part of retirement is spending every moment with that person. Enjoy this episode. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. We are continuing our series on retirement happiness, and we are really getting getting into the depth of your relational biosphere here the last several weeks, and we're going to take another step deeper into that. We are going to talk about your spousal relationship, and we are calling today's show Till Death Do Us Part. Uh, before we get to today's show, I just want to give a quick reminder. Our next online event is coming up on Wednesday, June 28th at noon central time. It is called the the top three retirement lies, what they are, and how to avoid them. For nearly a century, retirement has been a flawed concept rooted in lies, which rarely get challenged or questioned. And if you follow these lies, they can lead to massive missteps for a retiree. And while conventional retirement planning wisdom has good intentions, it may not deliver on creating the most fulfilling and rewarding retirement experience. So join us on Wednesday, June 28th, noon central time, Ben Tages and myself, we're going to expose the top three retirement lies that we have seen in our experience and how you can avoid them. As with all of our online events, this one is totally free. It's a, it's, it's a free Zoom call, but you have to register to get the link. And the way that you do that is by going to our website, retirerepurpose.com. You're going to see a link right at the top of the page. And here's the deal. If you can't join us on the 28th at noon central time, not a big deal because if you register, we will give you the email with the replay links right to your inbox after the event. So just make sure you register by going to retirerepurposed.com. Uh, ben Tages joins me on the show here today, and we had a bit of a chuckle over the uh, the title of today's show. I just, to be honest with you, I just kind of, I, I just go with what comes to mind. And since we were talking about marriage today, uh, you and I are both very happily married. I figured this was a very viable topic. 
Yeah, I think it is, Jared. Unfortunately, my wife listens to this show from time to time, so we'll see how this goes. But, uh, honey, I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, no, it. I, I think so many times when um, when we speak on this, this show, we're, we're – we we go through a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, we're you know, talking to ourselves. We're talking to ourselves many times. We had a couple of guys going through midlife crisis, and I think any big life change like retirement um, comes with um, similarities with others. So um, the, today, as as we talk through. Um, you know, kind of the spousal connection piece. I think mm-hmm. just know that, uh, you know, we don't have it all figured out, but, you know, in 20 years of meeting with retirees and 20 years of seeing people, um, you know, retire and then kind of, you know, move on to the next chapter in their life, I've seen certain patterns develop. And, and hopefully today's show really helps some people who are, um, you know, maybe struggling mm-hmm. in, in this aspect. Yeah, I think the retirement conversation is so much financial related that uh, it, this is a definitely a facet of retirement that is not talked about enough and can really sneak up on you if if not um, it doesn't come in you don't go into it with the proper mindset and expectations let's talk about last week again we're not going to spend a lot of time on this but last week we talked about connecting with your adult children and your grandchildren a very important show that's near and dear to us just give us kind of the the you know, maybe the, a takeaway or two that you had from last week's show. Well, I think it it really starts with talking and communicating with your adult children, figuring out how you can add value to their life. Um, it, it seems pretty basic, but it's so important. Many times retirees don't do that. They just move into, you know, I it, it we, we tend to get very self-focused when we do. And it's like, okay, I've got more time, so where do I, I want to spend that time? Well, it's with my grandchildren, so I'm going to make this happen. Start with asking them how you can yeah. add value. I think that was a, that was a big one for me you know ask them how how and if or where they want you to plug in and and another big one for me is that the the the, the retiree or the or the grandparent relationship with your kids and your grandkids is really it's a supportive partnership um, and again, to, to your point, have the conversation, have the right expectation, ask them, how do you want us to add value to you and your children's lives? And I think that would be just a great conversation to get started. Yeah. And don't, um, don't parent until you're invited into that role, right? You've already parented your children and continue to parent your adult children. In some ways they will look at you yesterday, father's day. I mean, I still look to my dad many times for wisdom and, and there, there's times that you're still parenting, but when it comes to your grand- grandchildren, unless invited invited in to become that parent role, which sometimes happens, right. um, but unless you're invited, that's not your role. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Uh, if you missed last week's show, again, go to iTunes, go to where you found this podcast, go back, listen to that show. Very important. If you're not a grandparent, but this would be a great show for your parents to listen to, maybe you send them a link. That'd be another great way um, to use this resource. All right. So today we're going to talk about the spousal relationship again, till death do us part. This is, uh, again, we're going to go a little bit de- deeper here into the into that relationship with the spouse. And really, I think a great place to get started, Ben, is is this story that you tell uh, of, of, uh, of a client meeting that really, I think, um, has the essence of what exactly we're talking about here today. Yeah, Jared, I'll never forget uh, that meeting. And it, it was several years ago now, but um, I was in meeting with, uh, with a few clients of mine and we were talking through um, their new new retirement and the, the time that they had. It was going really well. And all of a sudden, uh, the husband stood up to leave and he said, yeah, I just got to use the restroom real quick. So he stepped out. And I can, I can still remember, Jared, the sound, the click the door made when the door shut because his wife looked at me and said, Ben, I just have to be honest real quick. Do you know what is the absolute worst part of being retired? 
It's spending every waking moment with that man. <laughs> and I'll never forget it because in my mind, I was like, well, this and, and all our conversations up until that point were, mm-hmm. you know, this is so great. You know, right. it's like newlyweds again. It's blah, blah, blah. And, and the reality of it is, as we continued to talk about that, and when he came back into the room, I, I helped them talk through this newfound freedom of time, which meant <laughs> um, a little less freedom for her. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a, it was a, when we left that meeting, it was a really healthy spot. And what we what we came to realize are some of the some of the things we're talking about today. Um, and it's so important that you realize um, that all of a sudden, all that new free time mm-hmm. um, can feel smothering um, for your spouse. Well, we say it every single show. Um, this is a massive life change. Uh, and, and again, just just think about it. if you've never considered this. Let's just assume that uh, you know your husband or your or your or your wife works forty hours a week. That's a fairly long time. I mean, that's like one third of a day, five days a week. Now all of a sudden they're in the house um, during that time. I would even tell you from my experience. You know, I I rarely work from home. You know me. I, I do like like the office, but I've got a lot of small kids around the house. Um, if there are those days where I work from home, um, my kid, I honestly my kids are like, can you go to work by the end of the day because I start getting all involved in their business and it's just another parent they have around. I think, again, we underestimate the dynamic of the house changes drastically due to this one little concept. Yeah, I I don't think we give that piece of it um, enough credit, you know, how different things are. Um, certainly for, um, you know, the home, certainly for our spouse, certainly, um, if you've got retire retirement at different times of life, mm-hmm. um, what that can do, um, to, to, to your relationship. So I'm really glad we're talking about this today. I think one of the biggest things that, um, you, you need to point out right away, Jared, when we look at this is, you know, we think that all of this newfound time together will be an easy, good thing, right? Um, the, the reality of it is though, that you're not newlyweds anymore. You know, I, I look at, um, man, when I was first married to my wife, I mean, it, it was, we were, you know, so close, right? And, and I think picture, um, picture a, a V, right? And, and the beginning of this V is, is newlyweds and you're together all the time and you're this newfound love and everything is all the time you're together and it's great. Mm-hmm. You want that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and eventually what can happen is life begins to separate. So if, if that point of that V is is being newly married, mm-hmm. you get slightly further apart as you move into career, yeah. as you have a, a pet, as you have a, a, a dog or a cat, and then you have children, children. Yeah. and then pretty soon your career gets bigger and you kind of go off. And, and by the time that, that you're ready to retire and kind of become really close again, if you will, now you're way, way out here separated mm-hmm. and wham, you come back together oh, all at once. Yeah. And I think that is something that people don't give enough credit to mm-hmm. of just how big of a life change that is for both spouses. I think a lot of couples may have experienced this on a smaller scale when they are probably first empty nesters. And now all of a sudden the main conversation in the car ride or over dinner um, might not be about the children. You had a bit of an experience with that one time where it was like you were on a trip. You, you said you were on a trip with your wife, and it's like as soon as we got done talking about the kids, it was like, I don't have it. What else do we talk about? Who, yeah. who are we? Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so it can be. And, and that was, I think it was like a 10-year, 15-year wedding yeah, anniversary. Yeah, yeah. We went up and took a six-hour drive up to Duluth, and uh, it was like the first couple hours, and all of a sudden I was like, we looked at each other and we're like, 
Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, and I, but I think that's real. I think if people are honest with each other, um, I think some of that's okay, yeah. um, right? The focus of you right then is your children, and your children will continue to be part of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all of a sudden you realize when you get further and further apart, and then you're you're just right back together, um, it will take some time mm-hmm. uh, potentially to, you know, find new uh, hobbies together to find things together it's a lot deeper than that it's like hey let's just find a hobby it gets so much deeper than that but the reality of it is you were you know really really close kind of separated throughout time Mm -hmm. uh to some extent by the by life and then you come right back together i I think it can be it doesn't have to be a time where uh it puts strife i think that unfortunately is what we see but we're going to talk about today ways that you can make this now be a place where um you rediscover each other that where now your uh marriage uh gets deeper uh more intimate and is better that's again uh, how retirement can really play into this in such a positive role. So let's talk about what should people do? What's some kind of some tactical things here? How, how do people approach this this whole topic? Well, step one is communication, Jared. I mean, step one is sitting down um, before hopefully retirement, um, having some real expectations of what I think this is going to look like. Uh, but you need to sit down um, you know, with your spouse and say, here are my responsibilities now and here's how they will change. Uh, same thing. I've met with clients over the years where let's say um, the the woman has been in the home and, and kind of felt her mini retirement when the kids left the house, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now has things kind of how she's in. She dialed in and, and husband all of a sudden retires from his, his career and he comes back and he's like, well, um, I'm just used to doing things a certain way. I'm sorry, but your roles and responsibilities inside the home mm-hmm. have to be adjusted to some to to some extent at that point. Yeah, give give kind of an example. What do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Is it just kind of daily chores or ex, what what where would you go with that? Well, Jerry, I think a good example is right now in my family, you know, I've got a limited amount of time because I'm at the office, you know, it's 40 to 50 hours a week, 60 maybe some weeks, right? So I get busy and I come home and uh, if I am if I'm tasked with kind of the take the garbage out, keep the, you know, the property, the things that my wife doesn't like to do around the home. Um, and, and then I retire mm-hmm. and I say, okay, now I'm no longer spending those hours at the office. And I just say, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing the lawn mowing, honey. How's that sound? <laughs> right. I think I, sh- I will and should get some pushback. I mm-hmm. think there needs to be a, a, a delineation of roles and responsibilities early into retirement say okay what does this look like but again it starts with just good communication Mm -hmm. what are your expectations for me honey how can we best uh, live together Um, so i think it starts with just open Mm -hmm. communication about roles and responsibilities even going back to our conversation from last week where the grand uh, parents the retirees can have the open conversation with their adult children you know how can i partner with you how can i add value to your life um, how do you want me to kind of plug in, so to speak? It really, it's kind of a similar conversation. I really like, okay, now I don't have this time or I've got more time uh, to spend with you. How can I help you support the house and, and whatnot? I feel like it's it's a it's kind of a parallel conversation. This one's going to get me, but I think every every relationship needs better communication. And mine is the same. It's like if I, if I could come home at night and the first thing I do right off the bat, I set the tone by saying, honey, how was your day? How are things going? How can I help you? It's going to dramatically change the rest of our, our time together. So I think when we look at communicating with our spouses, again, and, and we communicate 
expectations, I think it goes even beyond just the simple like household chores that we're talking about. It goes way beyond that. It goes into how much time in this newfound chapter of retirement do you see us spending together? How much time do you see us spending apart? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is what is time away from the house look like? Um, mm-hmm. How much time do we need with just ourselves? I mean, all that communication needs to happen early mm-hmm. and often in a, for a new retiree. And we always say in our household, sometimes like mommy just needs a little bit of a break. And then she reminds the kids very gently that time makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. we, we joke with that, but I think there probably is some validity to that. Um, I, I, I think it would be naive to say that now once people retire and couples retire now now you could and should spend every waking second together that's probably not a a blanket statement that applies to everybody it doesn't i mean going back to that first uh, story from that client he was smothering her he was like this is well now i got all this time we're going to be together right um he that was his expectation what retirement was going to be it is healthy and normal, and in fact, better for you not to be together all the time. I'll say it. You, there are certain things uh, it, that your spouse cannot give you. I'm, I'm going to be very clear with that. So there's certain things in my relationship right now. Um, my wife, I need some friends. I need guys that we can spend time doing things that we do together. She needs time. This morning, she went on a walk with one of her best friends, and she was able to talk about things that she just wouldn't talk about with me. Just because you're retired, mm-hmm. or if you're not, uh, you cannot look to your spouse to fulfill you, certainly. You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to find your identity through your spouse. That's certainly very clear. We know, you know where to find and root our identity. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're waiting for somebody else to do that, I mean, I think that's going to be a problem. Yeah. I, again, just like with how career and job gives us the easy outlet for purpose, um, career and job gives us the easy separation um, that now you have to re-engineer into our life. That's that, that's a reoccurring theme that I see um, with all these shows that we do. It's really a reconstruction of the flow of your life reconstruction of the flow of your time and even a reconstruction of of kind of the the dynamic of your relationships and this one's no different yeah it is i think as people retire they have to number one recognize there needs to be awareness that your your life is changing there needs to be awareness that you retiring if your spouse was wasn't retired or is retired is going to change and impact their life Mm -hmm. and then you have to communicate and begin that communication with how can i best serve you right i mean i think um, we know from you know really how jesus modeled his life it was servant Mm -hmm. right he was a servant the servant of all so i think if we can look um, more and more to serve those around us, whether it be in our family or communities, man, we're going to find out that we're going to actually get more from that. You've mentioned a couple of times here spouses that retire at different times. You know, it's just not um, it's not normal and very common that you know you have two working uh, parties and they both retire on the same Friday. Talk about that dynamic and what what happens to both parties. Yeah, far more normal actually for people to see and go through that stage of life at different times. So. Well, I, I think again, um, you know, I go back to the story of my friend Jim, who um, you know, one of my first, um, really, I think in the book, one of the first stories I tell is about Jim and how he retired and his wife was still working. And uh, what what happened for him, and I think this is really the the warning sign. I think that most people should hear is um, if you're retiring first um, and you exp- and 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 you don't fill your time with things that are meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, your spouse is out working. He, 
he slept in in the morning. By the time he got up, she was out the door. Mm-hmm. There's there's part of him, I think, that began to feel like, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm not accomplishing anything today. Oh, man, my wife's out there doing that. I mean, I'm, I'm less than. I'm, I've made this step earlier in my life. I mean, he was a few years older um, and just in a different spot of life. So mm-hmm. he actually looked at himself. He started to look down on himself, actually, yeah. because yeah. he didn't have that. So, of course, well, I'll pass some time with TV. And then, of course, when she comes back from work, he's like right up in her face, you know, He's like, hey, hey, what are we gonna do tonight? What are we gonna do? And she's and she's really tired, right? Yeah, because yeah. she's had a full day of work. So what what we tend to see again is when 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 people retire at different times, they need to realize again by looking at the other person's schedule that um, they're not going through the same thing you are. Mm-hmm. And both parties need to recognize and communicate um, again expectations um, in order for it to be really a healthy step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not familiar, the Jim story is mentioned in Ben's book, Repurpose the Untold Story of Retirement in America. But he was a factory worker, active, um, engaged, retired before he should have. Um, and if you don't know the story, um, go read the book. But basically, as you mentioned, uh, started watching more TV, slowing down physically, and then that started to affect his mental health, which which is a whole nother podcast to talk about. But I can just kind of see how this would spiral downwards. Now all of a sudden you have somebody whose me- whose mental health is starting to decline, and then the strain that that would put on um, on the wife and, and the pressure that would put on her. Um, boy, it's easy to see how this could kind of come off the rails pretty fast. Yeah, I think he was, again, looking to her to um – kind of help him through that and right. it really wasn't her role right, at right. that time it wasn't her um her job she she actually wasn't um in the stage of life that he was mm-hmm. um and then he wasn't connected like i said earlier he he was looking to just her to fulfill all those those right. things but she couldn't do it he didn't have the friends outside of work right so he walked mm-hmm. away from that so i think the combination of all that and and again he um, he aged so rapidly, Jared. It was one of the um, it, it was one of those moments in in my career where I said we're doing it wrong. I think so many times uh, retirement professionals today do it wrong because yeah. we fail to look at you know numbers might be fine, the balance sheets, the um, you know the, the the full plan looks good, but the person themselves are not ready or they're not fully mm-hmm. um, comprehending how big of a life change that it is. We got a couple minutes left. You touched on this one as well, but talk about like again. Uh, the the effect on the marriage to the stay-at-home mom who didn't have the career but kind of felt that little mini retirement experience once the kids left the house. Well, yeah, Jerry, I think to the stay-at-home mom, what a wonderful vocation. And, uh, you know, my, my wife has spent years teaching but also at home um, with our children, and it's been amazing. But I think the, the, to realize that when the kids leave the home, both – um, you know, and, and step into the world. Um, there is a mini retirement there. There is a a true cha- life change. More importantly for uh, the spouse that's at home mm-hmm. than the one that's working. So it starts recognizing that. Yep. Understand this is bigger for them probably than it is for you mm-hmm. as the as the spouse that's out in the in you know working a, a different career. Yeah. So you start there by realizing how big that is. Um, but then also for that spouse that that went through that retirement. 
that mini retirement when the kids left the house, um, you uh, can now step into helping your spouse who is retiring later because mm-hmm. you felt some of those things. Sure. You felt some of the the loss of maybe identity, which mm-hmm. again, if you're a stay at home mom, your identity shouldn't be found in your children. But it's a whole other podcast. But helping your spouse that's retiring now mm-hmm. walk through that kind of change in lifestyle, um, you've got expertise. You have done that once already. Mm-hmm. So doing that together. Um, at that point can really be healthy and uh, you can play a huge role in that. Yeah. Again, we got about a minute left here, but I, I just, I'm, I'm reminded the delicate balancing act um, of this season of life. And again, um, just kind of, you know, looking at this thing from a 30, 30,000 foot view, the amount of preparation that I think is necessary to really make retirement, everything is supposed to be there. Are so many facets of life that you need to look at, address, be aware of. It's not just a financial conversation. It's just so much deeper than that. It is, Jared. One of the scariest statistics we're seeing is that divorce rates among retirees are going up. You know, and I think um, people aren't prepared for this. We need to be talking about it. Um, and if you are going through that with your spouse, you're listening to this show today, and you're like, "Yeah, something is off," and 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 this has been a this has been a bigger change than we gave it credit. Go see somebody, talk to somebody, um, start with your spouse, and, and, and try to try to get closer together. But if if you can't do it together, find another person, a counselor, somebody to step in, because I think the first thing is realizing it's a huge life change, and you're feeling this way. It's okay. You just might need a little bit of help just to make sure, Jared, that you're walking into complete fullness um, in retirement, especially within your marriage. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.